Welcome back to your online safety podcast. Uh, this is Mike File, and today we're going to talk about the newest type of phishing scam that's out there, which is called smishing, which is basically using text messages for phishing. I mean, really, it seems like every time you turn around these days, hackers have something new to try to, you know, part you from your money or steal your identity. Uh, you see them constantly probing, uh, posting road apps on Facebook, uh, putting malware links in tweets, sending you phishing emails. But now they move to a new frontier: the text, text that's on your cell phone. Uh, basically, smishing is phishing scams are sent over what's called short message services, which is our SMS text. That's where they get the name smishing. Uh, and you think, surely you wouldn't fall for that? But you know what? Someone's fallen for these things because if everybody didn't fall for it, they wouldn't be doing it. I mean, the hackers, which are now, I think I talked about before, now social engineers, they really profile you before they start their, their phishing te- uh, uh, scams. Uh, they play on people's fears. Uh, basically, they play on the fear of someone stealing money or your money. The fear of being accused of a crime you did not commit. The fear of someone doing harm to your family. The fear of something embarrassing being revealed about you. And often this is whether it is true or not. They still are just playing on your fears. We're all human. When we're confronted by fear, we throw logic and reason out the window. And then we end up falling for scams, even though that we think that we're too smart to be fooled by such a thing. A lot of phishing attacks, which end up being successful go unreported because the victims don't want people to think they're gullible enough to be conned. Fishers have refined their scams over time, learning which ones work and which ones don't. So if you get a text message that fits into a fear category, be skeptical. If it is threatening in any way to you or your family members, report it to local authorities and to the Internet Crime Complaint Center, which is easily found by Googling that. Given the short nature of a SMS message, fishers have a very limited canvas in which to work, so they have to be extra creative in their attack. One of the most prevalent current text scam involves fake bank text. Banks don't send text messages because they don't want people to fall for their smishing attacks, but they do give you the option to send text message alerts to find out what number they to use they generate so you know if they're legitimate. Um, So in other words, let me rephrase that. If you do use the text message alert option, know what number the bank uses to send it out. That way you can recognize the number because scammers are spoofing bank numbers that look like they're from your bank, but they're not really. Contact your bank at their regular customer service number to see if the text message was legit, if you have any questions whether or not it was. Don't respond directly to any text message from a bank. If you have questions, log into your online banking and see what kind of message they have there for you. Here's some general tips preventing, uh, to prevent falling victim to a smishing scam. Don't click links within a text message, especially if they're sent by someone you don't know. Also, be aware that attack messages can appear to come from someone you do know, so even then, think before you click. Don't respond to text messages that request private or financial information to you. Uh, If from a credit card, from a bank, go to the site, see what's going on. 
if you get a message that appears to be from some entity you do business with, contact that business directly to see if they actually sent you the request. Beware of messages that have a number that says it's from 5,000 or some number that's not a cell number. Scammers often mask their identity by using email to text services to avoid revealing numbers. If a text message is urging you to act or respond quickly, don't. Remember, criminals use this as a tactic to get you to do what they want to do. Never reply to a suspicious text message without doing research and verifying the source. Okay, if your bank's really going to cancel your credit card, you should be able to call the number in the back of your card and discuss the matter with them. Or, as I said earlier, go to the website. Never call a phone number from an unknown texter. Use your cell provider's text alias feature. Almost all major cell providers let you set up a text alias so you can use it to receive text. The text still come to your phone and you can send text, but anyone you text sees your alias to your actual number. You can then block incoming text from your real number and give all your friends and family the alias you are using. And finally, enable the block text from the internet feature if available. Most scammers and smishers send text via the internet text relay service, which helps hide their identity, but doesn't count against their, quote, text allowance. Many cell providers will let you turn on a feature that blocks text that come from the internet and not from another phone. So anyway, expect smishing to become much more prominent in the coming year. Uh, the statistics are in the criminal's favor, and it's up to cell phone users to be smart about their behavior. For a complete education about all the cyber da dangers that you face, be sure to go to our website, onlinesafetycenter.org, and see our various courses that we offer for businesses, for individuals, for teenagers, and for schools to help you recognize and avoid cyber threats. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you on our future podcast. Be safe out there.